This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Welcome back to part three of MOTCU, the musical. Um, welcome back to MOTCU part three. Sorry, I didn't want to get that recording in progress no, in there, just I, in case. I agree. Um, welcome back to part three of Across the Universe on MOTCU, the musical. That's such a fucking <laughs> mouthful. Yeah, I know. It's Masters hard to say. of the Cinematic Universe, Across the Universe, the musical. Roger, the musical. No. <laughs> um when we last left our heroes, they were at some weird place in 3,000 miles away from New York City, yep. uh, and they were off the bus. And um, they need to find their way back, you know, to to New York City, but uh, they're about to run into the Knights Who Say Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. So, without any further ado, the one song we all agree could probably have been cut mm-hmm. from this movie, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, so... Let's just see how it goes. He's here and he's doing a great job. I am me as you are he as you are me and we are all together. (laughs) He's so right. That's right. You know, if nobody's everybody, then someone can be anybody, right? Listen, do you hear the music? (laughs) (laughs) Where are we going? Is fair. Have you seen it? It's great. They got stuff over men and horses, hoops and garters. Lastly, throw a hog's head of real fire. In this way, Mr. K will challenge the world with the blue people. They're great. They're just chilled out. <laughs> the celebrated Mr. K performs his feat on Saturday at Bishopsgate. Nice neck of the woods. The Hendersons, they're gonna dance and sing as Mr. Kite flies through the ring. Don't be late. Don't be late. Mrs. K and Mrs. K to show the public their production second and none, baby. And of course, Henry the Horse, gonna do the waltz. Oh, you've gotta see it. It's genius. I mean, she's brilliant. She's that's the stuff. It's moving. It's 
What? It what is. is? How do they do that stuff? Woo. They gotta give her sugar. <laughs> She's called Henry, and it's a lot of explanation, but don't worry about it, kids, okay? Just tune in, turn off, drop out, drop in, switch off, switch on, and explode. Woo. The band begins at 10 to 6 when Mr. Gabe performs his tricks. Without a and Mr. H will demonstrate 10 somersets he's gonna do on solid ground, whatever they are. Having been some days in preparation, a splendid time is guaranteed for all. And tonight, Mr. K is topping the bell, baby, across the universe. It's me. I'm the top of the bell. I'm bloody brilliant. I spent years putting it together. You gotta watch it. You gotta see it. It's me! In the thing! Oh man, that was amazing! That was bizarre! Oh, she cried me! Oh, look at you, sweetie! It's good to oh, see you! Oh, I want you to meet Rita. She's a contortionist. Right. <laughs> uh, listen, I know that sucked. But how, imagine how cool that would have been if you guys smoked weed. That's true. It would I, have I been. Can, I accept uh, that. It'd yeah. be great, wouldn't it? It'd be so awesome. It's it genius. Really, Brilliant. really, really good. I, listen, I, I, I love Eddie Izzard. I always have. His stand-up is phenomenal. He's a great actor. I, I think they maybe wanted him to be like that because obviously can't sing. But... <laughs> It was too much. And you're right, Eric. I completely accept that. If I, you know, and who yeah. knows, maybe, you know, old, old dog will learn new tricks. I, I'll never smoke, I, but I maybe I'll like try an was, edible and I'll watch it again. All right? It was like a Monty Python's Flying Circus. You can't do that on television. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was. It was that, it was. that you know. Oh, look at the blue people. They're really chill and they relax. Like, yeah. he completely, like, phoned in the energy, too. There's, like, zero energy yeah. in the performance. But the only yeah, thing they he were, energy energetically did was the fart, where he's like, "I know," <laughs> <laughs> which I, know. I stood up to do because I could yeah. not do that. I yep. filmed you doing it. I, it snuck good, it in. Good. Oh, I yeah, have it recorded so. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it was the only part of us that. I yeah. mean, oh, is that prudent? And then she's like a weird roller skating lady wearing a horse. Wearing a horse. Well, they were all they were tripping balls. They were all tripping balls. Yeah. So, and, you get, and you get really like interesting, um, like you said, it it did feel like that sort of stuttered animation style, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that Monty Python thing with Terry the blue stuff, and, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So again, the THC, I feel like really <laughs> would elevate that sequence okay. to a Fair place enough. where you, you're, again, I keep bringing up The Wall. Have you ever watched Pink Floyd's The Wall? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Not yeah, I Sober? Have. Well, yeah, because that's me. Cause I'm right. an idiot. But well, yeah, it's fine. No, because uh, yeah, I think I because I didn't watch it till I, you know, I didn't watch it till I stopped drinking the first time. So maybe now I should watch it again. That I'm an alcoholic. I don't know. But <laughs> you know. it's fine. It's fine. Sober, but that it's transcendent on marijuana. I'll bet it is. I'll yeah. bet it is. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like this is the same. I maybe wonder I'll if for the benefit of Mr. Kite was a Ringo song. <laughs> the what? Was that a Ringo song, that Mr. No. Kite? No, Cause, no, because Ringo wrote like a bunch of weird songs. He wrote like Octopus Garden and like. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. It's, well, that was Harrison, like a, wasn't it? 
That sounded like Harrison singing. That. I, I, I'm, that's what I'm hearing in my no, head. No, no, I'm talking about writing, though, because they all wrote songs. Ringo didn't oh, always right. sing the songs, but he, he wrote, like, uh, like if you look at them, they're all written by different people. But Ringo wrote, um, by, with, with a little help from my friends, he wrote Octopus Garden. I can't remember if he wrote Mr. Kite or not. But it seems like his style, because he has that weird writing style. See, I, I thought this was just like uh, no. That's Paul. a Lennon. That's a Lennon and McCartney. Just okay. just high Although out it's of their song. gourds. <laughs> they, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, but yeah, no, uh, Ringo didn't write that one. Okay, yeah, I know Ringo wrote those two, but I don't know if he wrote any other ones. But I know those yeah. two. Those two specifically are Ringo songs, and mm-hmm. they're fucking. I mean, get by with a little help, my friends. is really good, but Octopus Garden's a weird ass song. Yeah. Um. So I think I think you're right. He wrote. Uh, let's see, Ringo wrote "Don't Pass Me By," mm-hmm. "Octopus's Garden," and he is credited as a co-writer of a few other songs. Uh, "I Want to Be Your Man," a little help from my friends. So yeah, mm-hmm. he he stuck his way in there, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean he wasn't like the powerhouse like the other three were, but. No, you can usually tell they're distinct styles. Um, one of the weirdest songs, which is probably my favorite Beatles song too, is "A Day in the Life," and that was two songs that they sandwiched together. Like right. John Lennon wrote the slow parts, and Paul McCartney wrote the fast parts, and then they mm-hmm. just put the two different separate songs together to make that song. Yeah. Um, but anyways, back to the movie. We're at hand, so we just watched this weird ass fucking circus. Um, I want to shout out to Elad Misrahi because uh, his whole family was in that apparently. <laughs> yes, they were. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. I'm so happy you made it into the movie. I mean, wish it could have been in a better better sequence, but you made it. Yeah. Um, it was almost as good as your performance in The Lion King. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know, Simba really slid down that neck so nicely. Like when he was waiting, can't wait to be king. Don't worry, Simba. In about two scenes, you will be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, speaking of one of the things I mentioned earlier that I really enjoy about this movie, we're going to get some fan-fucking-tastic harmonies right now in the song because... Makes me cry 
fucking pretty song. Right? I know. Um, They're laying in a field after that weird-ass uh, circus. And right? they start singing the song. It's great the way they have them laid out, too, like a flower. It is. You know? It's beautiful. I mean, just... This movie is beautiful. Like, this is a beautiful mm-hmm. fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it just makes you feel shit. Like, even if you were to watch it without the sound, it would probably still make you feel some shit. Yeah. It'd be weird, but it would yeah. work. Um, so, during this song, we also get this weird underwater scene of Jude and Lucy making love while in the background people do water acrobatics naked. Yes. Yeah. Um, and as Max comes up out of the water... We get a helicopter sound coming in, and uh, he's off to war. We get like a glimpse of him wandering around the Vietnamese jungle uh, with his brigade. We hear gunshots and explosions go off all around him. Uh, Then we go back to New York City. Jude is uh, doing some artwork, and Lucy's at a restaurant waiting tables, but you can see she's kind of distressed about Max being at war. Judah then shows up at the uh, protest headquarters where Lucy's inside and Paco's like all like trying to like make her feel good. Like, I don't know, he's trying to be a shagger, basically. And uh, Jude knocks on the window like, what time do you get off? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, all right, well, I'll be at home. She's like, bye. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) (laughs) Doug doesn't Um, get that reference. Doug doesn't get that reference, though. I do get that reference. Um, Which, funnily enough, we were talking about this before the episode starts. In uh, Righteous Gemstones, the new season, they said, bye, Felicia, bye, Felicia. Yeah. They do the whole walk-off. I'm going to get you an ice cream cone. That's a direct scene from Friday. Yeah. When they walk off, they walk off the exact same way they walk off from Friday when Felicia, <laughs> le- the crackhead, leaves. Um, so that was awesome. That made me laugh so hard. I was like, fuck yes. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, Judah... We get next get a scene um, after this, he gets back there and uh, Jude's uh, doing some uh, his best Leonardo DiCaprio from Titanic impersonation. <laughs> well, she's laying there with one titty out. Well, yeah. man, what yeah. is a man supposed to sketch? He's got a sketch exactly. pad. He's got yep. his charcoal. Yep. And we get another one of my, my, my favorite Beatles songs playing in the background behind this. I just love this song. Like the chord progression is so fun. It's so pretty. Um, it's Paul McCartney at his best. But here we go. Wings? <laughs> Something in the way she moves attracts me like no other lover. Something in the way she woos me. I don't want to leave her now. You know, I believe in her. Give me what my love grow. I 
questionable, right? Oh, is that so? <laughs> well, you know, you were lying on your side and uh, I was drawn from a distance. So, uh, I couldn't see it properly. I gotta run. Yeah, so um, it was a real romantic scene of him sketching her and everything, and him just, you know, being totally like obsessed and infatuated in love with her. She gets up and quickly cock teases him and then tells him he needs to, she needs to go. I'm like, damn, bro, that sucks. You didn't get my left nipple right. Yeah, so uh, have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so uh hope it doesn't end up in a pen drawer later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just saying. So um it's it's just another pretty good scene. Oh, but um yeah. Lucy's really kind of giving more and more time to the protest and Jude's kind of feeling like a little, you know, third wheel to it. And uh, he kind of gets starts getting jealous of, uh, you know, Paco. Oh yeah. Um, as she's running out the door to go, you know, do her thing that she wants to go do, uh, he reminds her that you know Sadie has a gig tonight that they're supposed to be going to. So you know, try to remember to be there. Um, the he, next scene, I'm gonna give a little like a shitty, passive aggressive, jealous yeah. boyfriend man. Like he really yes. is. Yeah. He's my least favorite character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Even Mr. Kite? Even Mr. Kite. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Even Eddie Izzard scored yeah. slightly higher for me. Wow. Um, so uh, the next scene takes place in a club. And uh, I'll, I'll just kind of set up what's going on here in this clip before it starts. We're going to explain it. But, you know, Sadie tells the group that she's going solo. And right before they go on stage. And then her yeah. and JoJo kind of get into this weird little fight while they're singing. I can't believe you're telling me this shit right now. But what about the rest of the guys, huh? I tried to tell you this a million times, man. So this is it. Oh, darling.
So I'm about to say something sacrilegious, okay? Because I love the Beatles, and I understand that everyone in the world does. But if you listen to the soundtrack for this movie, that song mm-hmm. is better. It is. Oh, there's yeah. a couple of there's a couple of songs, and and it just seems yeah. to be Martin Luther McCoy who yeah. is the one who does them better yeah. than the Beatles do. Oh my there's god! There's one coming up that is my favorite version of that song. I know. Um, oh, even yeah, more because yeah, the funny thing is. Like, so it's my guitar gently weeps. We'll get yeah. to that. But oh, I love Peter Frampton's version better than Harrison's version. But I love this version better than Peter Frampton's. It's version. so good. Yeah, because it's the a, soul just comes from everywhere, and it wraps, it wraps itself around you. So yeah, he 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 shines in this in this uh, in his vocals. Like, oh my god, it's yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. And I was always so impressed with the fact that it, it's kind of like that Radiohead song, you know, with the the guitar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I love that they tied that into the narrative of like he's pissed off and right. he's jealous yeah. and that's why he's fucking the song up on He's purpose. ruining oh, the yeah. song, but he's not ruining the song because yeah. he's not yeah. playing out of key or anything. He's just... Well, he does that, that right right before she unplugs it. He starts playing like, well, weird, yes. like Van Halen type guitar solo. <laughs> yeah, that's you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I like that she unplugs it. You're I know. And exactly. then like he doesn't come back in until he plugs it back, and you see him plug it back in. Like, right. So the continuity is actually there. Exactly. Yeah. And, and uh, we talked like- about it before, but. If I ever owned a flying V, it would be that red flying V with the Bigsby. It's got to have a yeah, Bigsby. It would be the only one I would ever want to own. Yeah, because I don't like Vs, but with the Bigsby, I'm not I a big fan it. either. But you know, they're very uncomfortable to play sitting down. I've never they're, tried, they're but I can only to play imagine. Sitting down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just I can just <laughs> just sliding down sliding your thigh. Down. You gotta Fuck. stick your your leg in between the V. Yeah, that's true. I give the V a pass because of uh, like Bill and Ted. But yeah, yeah, from, yeah, from a practical standpoint, yeah. it's it's ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. No. I, 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 I was like, maybe that's what I'll get. I got rid. I had to send the Les Paul back. I'll get a V. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, get I like won't. A, get like a P ninety V. So nah, you don't just get like, like, like a Firebird. A Firebird. I don't dislike those. But I don't really like the Explorer, but the Firebird I'll fuck with. I, see, I like the Explorer because it's just it just brings me back. To my old days, like to yeah. you know, going to concerts with the '80s metal bands, and hair metal, and just guitar. seeing that yeah. Explorer. Is this fucking, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what it reminds know. me of. That's like an, I mean, I already have way too many guitars, but the Explorer is one. Like, if I win the lottery, that'll be the extra one that I get after I've gotten yeah. all the ones I really want. You know, I can relate to that. Yeah. So yeah, so, that, uh, that song. I mean. Yeah. 
that yeah. version of that song yes. again. I know it's a controversial thing to say, but I prefer no, the it's not. It's not. No, it's fun also because you get like the playfulness of them. He's like, I bet you don't. Yeah, yeah I know, we, right? You won't be good without me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the, the aggressive like, banter during the song is just. Yeah, the passive yeah, aggressiveness is so it's, great. It's yeah. just amazing, you know? I wish a motherfucker would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, I wish you would. Yeah. Who was it that made that joke? Is uh, that like Chris Rock thing again? Where he's yeah. like. You were thinking those, like uh, white people are always like, "Oh, I hope this doesn't happen," and and he's like, "Black people are like, I wish it would." <laughs> you were thinking of the kings of comedy. You were thinking of oh. Cedric the Entertainer. Oh. That's right, it is okay. Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I love that because I was I always asked, I was like, "Bitch, I wish you would." <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm never like, "I hope this doesn't happen." I'm like, I wish it would happen. Give that, me an excuse. That joke in particular, he's talking about having tickets to a show. And yeah, right. a, a white person gets up to the seat, and someone's in the seat, and like, oh, yeah. you know. Uh, I hope someone's in my seat when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, uh, that's right. I missed that. That was so good. So, um, speaking of these, uh, Paco shows back up at the apartment with with Lucy as a uh, as Jude's trying to draw an apple, and he brings a TV to play some Vietnam coverage. <laughs> You were wondering where I was going with that, weren't you? I would I I listen, if anybody could string it together, it's you. So I was just waiting for the punch. All right. <laughs> punch so line. uh th- th- he says, You can now watch it in your living room and he's like, This isn't my living room, this is where I work. <laughs> <laughs> then he doesn't grab any of his art supplies, he just grabs the bowl of pr- fruit and walks yeah, off. It yeah, sounded yeah, yeah. like a South Park character, I'm not that up on it, but it sounded like one of the <laughs> South Park characters that you just did. <laughs> That's what uh, I sound so, like when I'm arguing with my wife. <laughs> Lucy doesn't, for some reason, like she doesn't get like that. Like she's making Jude jealous. I guess I don't know. Well, um, I, you know, I guess from the girl's perspective, she's not attracted to Paco except for the cause. And why doesn't Jude get that? Right. Yeah. And that's because the bottom line. Because Jude's a guy, and we're fucking stupid. That's why. Also, she left <laughs> him with a boner that morning to go be with Paco. That, that too. That too. That was rough, yeah. Yeah, yep. he's probably still pissed off. That's why we can't draw his fruit right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, this uh, character is very unlikable. I just want to yeah. point that out for the fourth time. You know, let her have her passions, man. Like, she found something that she relates to hard. You don't have to fucking step in there and be the yeah. jealous boyfriend. He's re- right. He's removed from it because, you know, he's a Brit and Vietnam yep. wasn't their thing. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, neither was Thanksgiving. He, he can't relate. <laughs> neither was Thanksgiving. Neither was good teeth. <laughs> neither was getting on the right side of the car. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, she apologizes to Paco for dude's behavior and says she's going to come in later. Um. Now we get like another like, kind of really like artistically beautiful, like well-made visual to a song that everybody knows. And like, the funny part is, I don't think the real song is like a sad song. It's like a happy song. So like in this context, once again, they now change this from like a happy, bright song to a dark song. Yeah. Um, and, uh, while, while Jude's singing this and creating his masterpiece of art, which we come to find out later is actually the art for the movie cover itself. Um, and the art that's going to be used for Sadie's function. 
Uh, we hear the song Strawberry Fields Forever, so here we go. Saigon Command disclosed that 5,000 more U.S. troops were committed to the war last week, bringing American troop strength to over half a million men. The Viet Cong assault on South Vietnam cities produced record casualties last week. 416 Americans were killed and 15,029 wounded, raising total U.S. combat fatalities in this country. Let me take you down Cause I'm going to Strawberry fields Nothing is real Nothing to get hung about Strawberry fields forever Living is easy with eyes So uh, we get this uh, great 
version of the song, which is very similar, actually, to the original version of the song. Yeah, this one didn't yeah. stray very far at all. His uh, voice even, even sounds very exactly. Lenish. Yeah, he he definitely purpose purposefully sounded like uh, the Beatles, definitely. Yeah. So um, while this when the song starts, we see a news report on the TV that's covering the war. Um, and Jude's in the other room pinning strawberries to a wall. Uh, on on the TV broadcast, we actually zoom in on Max, which is kind of interesting. And Lucy's watching it, and she starts to cry as his troop gets fired on. We see the strawberries start to bleed and explode as images of, of the war itself plays in the background. Strawberries start falling like bombs, exploding all over the place. Um... And Jude, Jude actually is like throwing them too. And there's one that's like a grenade that he squishes. And like it just, it's just the imagery of like the yeah. red everywhere going. And they yeah. take the song like, you know, about actual strawberry fields. And they, they're saying like basically these fields are now sewed with like red blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty visceral. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And also prophetic because in the art world, I want to say a year or two ago, uh, a million plus dollars was paid for a banana duct tape to a wall. I remember, I remember that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Eric, why didn't you duct tape a banana to a wall? I should have. By the way, guys, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can tell us at this point, but I am drunk. I, I oh, think so. You're, you're, I can hear you singing, too, which is nice. I'm trying to sing singing. along with you so you're not alone. Yeah. I'm trying to hold it back. But, yeah, if you're into hearing badly drunk and singing Beatles songs, <laughs> you're um, in. So, Eric... What's going to happen when, you know, a couple years from now, $2 million gets paid for a drawing of Chippendale's Rescue Rangers? You know, <laughs> and well, you didn't. You'll obviously you get your cut. Cause. You didn't jump on, like, you know, when I told you to draw it in the first place because the movie's about to come out, you know. Ch-ch-ch-cheese. I know. You really got to ch-ch-ch-ching while the iron's hot. I do. So, did, I do. did I tell you that I described that to Tim and he <laughs> lost his shit? He and loved it? it? He he, no. He was horrified. He was oh, fucking that's horrified. Really laughed, like he, I lost shit, he like was laughing horrified. so hard. He laughed, but he was horrified by it because I didn't even. All I mentioned were the cat. We were talking about the Chippendales trailer, the new mm-hmm. one, right? Mm-hmm. And I mentioned I mentioned the characters, and I said <laughs> the art that Joe wants to do that Eric won't do, and he put two and two together in about two seconds. Because it's hilarious. He was absolutely horrified by it, Joe. I'll quit doing it when you stop laughing. Yeah, I don't know if we're <laughs> laughing. That's the thing. Oh, you guys are laughing at that. You know that's fucking funny. From yeah. my point of view, I, I'm gonna do it one day, but it's gonna be when you least expect it. It's gonna <laughs> like, come out of nowhere. You're gonna draw on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Your family's Here lies Joe. Horrified. And shit by that. By the time Joe goes, when he's old and gray, it'll be 3D holographic. So that'll be fantastic. Oh yeah, it'll you show know. Monterey Jack wafting towards <laughs> the smell. Yeah, yeah. Cha 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 cheese. I love how many inside jokes there are on our show. Yeah, not only is there cha 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 cheese, but we've mentioned a lot like fifteen times. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The giraffe neck thing, giraffes and everything. It's all an inside joke. I love it. I love and it. it. Yep. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Fucking great. Um, we're in a laundromat now. Um, assuming they had to wash everything because it's all covered in strawberries. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and Jude's uh, telling Lucy that he got a job um, making a logo for Sadie's uh, new new place. Um, 
but Lucy, like, she's like, dude, I don't give a shit about that. You fucking were rude to my my uh, my my bestie over there. Yeah. And Jude says, dude, that dude's just trying to fuck. <laughs> like, he's a Don Juan. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you noticed there's 50 people there, and it's him and 49 chicks? <laughs> just saying. Uh, he's, you know, he, he's getting a little green and not in the Hulk type way. He's not wrong, though. He's not no, he's wrong. not wrong. The dude probably is trying to get some. I mean, I mean yeah. revolutionary, but he's just going about it wrong. You know, you can't be insecure. Just be secure, and then it won't matter. But I kind of like, like, he had a bad feeling about this guy in a jealous way, like in a jealous boyfriend way. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, like, dude's just straight up a terrorist. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. She uh, she says, like, basically, like, we can't all sit around doing doodles all day, which I hope didn't offend you too much, Eric. It did a little bit. Yeah. Because I'll be honest with you, that's exactly what my wife refers to my artwork as. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to that's say, great. Not to say that she's not the most supportive person in the world, because she yeah, is. Yeah. But, yeah, if she's a little tiffed, you know, that I haven't, uh, that I've neglected some other things in the household... Mm-hmm. She'll say, stop doodling for a minute and come put the fucking dishes away. That's funny. <laughs> um, she just wants Jude to, like, listen, but he, she doesn't think that he will because he doesn't care because he can't be drafted type deal. Um, and Jude says, like, it doesn't matter. Like, no, you're not gonna, what you're doing is not going to stop it. And she says she would literally lie in front of a tank if it would bring Max home. Um, so... She storms out saying that, like, maybe if bombs start hitting here, people will actually take the shit seriously. Uh, I will say all of this Vietnam War stuff that, you know, they inlaid the narrative of this movie against hit hard. Not only was this movie emotional in the beginning with, you know, some of that Detroit riot stuff, but everything that's going on in the world right now, like with yeah, the Ukraine. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's layers of of uh, relatability that happened when we were screening this in our homes, and uh, yeah, this felt like very topical. Yeah, it really is. Like at this moment in time, like it's weird. It's almost like history repeats itself. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's surprising, huh? <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, every once in a while. You gotta have a revolution. You say you want a revolution. Well, you know. We all want to change the world. What are you doing? I can't do this right now. You tell me that it's evolution. Well, you know. Yeah, we all want to change the world. Jim, please, please, don't. But when you talk about destruction, don't you know that you can count me out? What the hell are you doing here, friend? Not time. Not don't now. You know it's gonna be. Escort him right. to the door. You know Thanks. Gonna be. All right. You know it's gonna be. All right. Constitution, well, you know. You gotta leave, buddy. And we all want to change it. Come on. Dude! Oh, 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 oh
institution Well, you know You better free your mind instead But if you go carrying pictures and chairman now You ain't gonna make it with anyone anyhow Jesus! Don't you know it's gonna be? Are you okay? Get this clown out of here now! And see, that is a more believable reaction than, I can't believe I wasted so many kisses on you. <laughs> I've wasted a it's thousand the kisses on you. She knows how to really break up with somebody. <laughs> I'm, listen, Liv Tyler's a treasure, and yep. that thing you do is a wonderful movie. And yep. so is Jaws, and there's nothing you can say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, this seems more realistic. I did like, again... Which is ironic, because this has so many unrealistic scenes in it. <laughs> no, that's definitely true. But again, the way they use these songs to push the narrative, and to have him yelling all right, as if, like, all right, yeah. I fucking get it. Like, yeah. I'm getting yeah. out of yeah. here. It was really cool, man. It was a really... The yeah. way they incorporated the music into this movie is just genius. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It really is. Like, this had to been well thought out. This isn't something you just, like, pull out of your ass overnight. Yeah, they worked, they worked hard on this, and it no, paid this off. this takes at least a couple of weeks to pull out of your ass. Yeah, this isn't like me drunk by poolside coming up with the next Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you came up with Cha-Cha-Cha-Chi. <laughs> yeah, I was, you were there. I was drinking a Schoffenhofer. We were standing by the pool at the beach club or the yacht club, whichever fucking one it was yeah. at the time. And you were like, remember yeah. that show, Chippendale Rescue Rangers? Yeah. You know, genius can strike anywhere. I know. I guess so. I'm amazed by my own genius sometimes. <laughs> but no, seriously, and to get back to the topic at hand, it, it, was, it was an effective scene, man. Like, I, I don't love his character. I don't love the jealous boyfriend thing. It turns out he was right about these, these guys. Um, spoiler alert. But... Yeah, his passion comes through in this, man. And the use of that song was really effective. Um, yeah. You know, he's putting them in their place. Like, you guys think you're so fucking high and mighty with your ideologies. It's flawed, and here's why. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's great. Um, so, uh, he punches Paco, which is kind of fun. That <laughs> and, was uh, yeah, it's fun. Paco pushes him, and he just clonks him. Yeah, and uh, he gets kicked out, which is funny because when he walks in the first place, he's just talking, and then Paco comes out, get this ass clown out of here. Yeah. He doesn't even like want to listen to him. Like Maybe like maybe I should listen to him for a second, see if maybe if he has a point. Nah, fucking get the fuck out of here. Um, now, this is a really quick transition to the next song, but as soon as Jude walks out of there, he walks across the street to an electronic store where he sees a bunch of TV sets playing the news, and 
we're getting the whole like Martin Luther King assassination going on here. Yeah. Uh, and then this goes into the, like Doug said earlier, the beautiful re- rendition of "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." The police have issued an all-points bulletin for a well-dressed young white man seen running from the scene. Officers also reportedly chased and fired a radio car containing Memphis is a confused and shocked city tonight. No one can believe what has happened. It's been just a little over an hour since Dr. Martin Luther King died from an assassin. Dr. King was rushed to St. Wilson's Hospital in emergency room. He died from a gun trapped in his situation And I see it needs sweeping Still my guitar gently weeps I don't know why Nobody told you How to unfold The sound sucked out there Many times Get your ass out there and tell Tony to fix it, or I don't go on tomorrow night. Come on, Sadie. It's the ratty end of the tour. Pull it. Someone controlled you. Find me someone who could play the guitar, man. This new guy's got no soul. Stink. So do I look at the world and I notice it's turning. Whoa, my guitar. With every mistake, we must surely be learning. Still, my guitar gently Sadie there, man. Better go on up to Lucy. Yeah. Well, she's probably out fighting for the cause, you know? Look like you've been fighting for it too, huh? I don't have one. What's the problem?
So, uh, a beautiful rendition of that song. Mm-hmm. Um, real moving, real heartwarming. We kind of see, like, you know, dudes in the bar drinking because we just had that big blow-up moment. We get uh, Lucy walking back over to the apartment. Uh, she's looking at Jude's artwork of the strawberry heart, whatever it is, and uh, she just decides she's done. She gets all her stuff out, and she leaves. Uh, we don't know that yet, though. Uh, we find that out here in a second, though, because uh, JoJo and Jude are walking back down the street together towards the apartment. Uh, jo- uh, Jude invites him up for another one, and JoJo's like, man, I got to go. Uh, um he isn't going to find Sadie up there, basically. We also get uh, Sadie realizing that she misses JoJo at the same time because she's the sound shitty, the guitar playing's not great, there's no soul in it, none of that stuff. Um, so it's kind of just like one of these things where everyone's kind of making these these realizations of, of who they are, what they want to be. Yeah. Um, then Jude goes upstairs and finds out that Lucy's not there anymore, and he kind of just slumps down in the corridor and... He looks real defeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Doug was absolutely right. That rendition of that song is absolutely unstoppable, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah it, it's amazing. Just, like, even in the verses where it's like the <clears throat> bass line's walking down, and instead of doing the normal guitar part, he's like, there's these little fills on the guitar, and it's just, yeah. it's yeah. so yeah. perfect. I've listened to his, some of his original stuff, too. The guy's just so talented. He's just so good. Really, is I'd recommend checking him out on Spotify. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give him give him some some play. Yeah. Um, and right now we're kind of at a uh, a nice spot to break this up here and you move on to our final act of this movie. Uh, I know this is a long episode, and none of us except for maybe Eric are drunk and derailing it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just we just want to pay tribute to this 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 beautiful music and the work that these people put into this movie and, and give it its due and give it its its time let it breathe like like earlier with the whole uh come together we're taking the drums out and we're just letting this thing breathe we're yep. giving it space so uh we'll catch you on the next part Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. I'm hosting Jeopardy. (laughs) Are you though? Listen guys, we we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, We are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We, just, we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you, uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know, we'll send you some... Not safe for work picks, or if, if you want. <laughs> not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but not safe for anything picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, Patreon.com/slash/motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool 
uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then, enjoy this week's movie.